Welcome to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight all live on Sirius XM, Channel 167 Canada Talks. And of course, on Rev TV Canada, tuned in Tuesday night from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. So glad you could drop in. Uh, we got a dandy lineup for you tonight. I say we, Sue and I. Uh, no junior in the studio tonight. He's doing the Western Swing he was out there with the 27 car just last night at Edmonton International Raceway. Uh, we'll get into all of that in just a bit. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. We always started out, right, with the big winner over the weekend. And, yeah, we do a lot of late models and super late models and uh, try and get you, you know, a good, a good cross-section of what happens here in Canada. But I'll tell you what, tonight... We are starting out with a guy that did an amazing job at Delaware Speedway on Friday night. He drives the 21C, I believe, and his name is Jason Lovey. How about this? 55 bone stocks at Delaware Speedway on Friday night in competition. And Jason went out and topped them all. Uh, he is going to be guest number one on this show tonight. Got to hear from Jay. What a field of cars. What a night of racing at Delaware Speedway on Canada's half mile. The fastest racetrack we got in Ontario when it comes time for oval track in Canada, for that fact. Uh, and Jason went out there and he topped them all. 36 cars took the green flag in that one. And uh, Jason went out and did a whale of a job. He's going to join us right off the top. We'll also hear from the IWK 250 winner last weekend, of course, at Riverside International Speedway. The 99 car, Craig Slonway, of course, couple-time champion in the Pro Stock Tour right there. He finally got it done. He's not a bridesmaid no more. He is an IWK 250 champion. We'll talk to Craig tonight on the show. Uh, oh, I got lots to tell you about the IWK 250, another incredible race an incredible facility and that place was packed from wall to wall all the way around through turns one and two and of course the full grandstand i got lots to tell you about the iwk 250 if you happen to have missed it we'll get you caught up and uh, up to speed so to speak on sunday last week it was uh, the APC Series making their trip to Flamborough Speedway. And we got the winner of that race on tonight. Shay Gibble in the three car went to victory lane. And, uh, man, I'll tell you, there was a ton of action in this one. Uh, Shay did an amazing job with the three car. He's going to join us here in our number one. We'll also hear uh, from a guy that went uh, a, a Canadian Right, that we're used to talking to, at least we haven't, we haven't had him on in a little while, the 53 car of Cole Butcher from the East Coast to Canada. He's been down south, and he's been running with uh, Donnie Wilson, as he normally does when he goes down south. Cole Butcher has stayed on that side of the border. He's been doing a lot of racing down there. He went to Victory Lane last Saturday in the Red Bud 400 in that ASA series. And it was Cole Butcher going to Victory Lane. 
I texted him, said, hey, Cole, it's been a while. Can we get you on? Absolutely. So we're going to hear from Cole Butcher tonight on the program. We'll also get off to the West Coast. Speaking of Edmonton in the NASCAR Pinty Series, Matt Shirley jumps into the series. I thought he was just doing Saskatoon. But, in fact, he did Saskatoon, or he's going to do Saskatoon. He did Edmonton last night. Come away with a top 10 finish in that number 28 car. We'll catch up with Matt Shirley on the show. And another guy that we haven't spoke to in a long time, Trevor Siebert, all the way out in B.C., Penticton Speedway, RS1. The RS1 Cup cars got back on the racetrack first time since, I believe, April uh, when they were at Area 27. The RS1 Cup Series went uh, to Penticton Speedway and got their oval track program started. Trevor Siebert's going to join us, get us up to date on everything RS1. Uh, He didn't win the race. Uh, Riley Siebert went to victory lane, so did Cameron Haley. We haven't got either one of them. I thought we'd check in with the boss tonight and uh, get an update on everything RS1. It's been such a long time since we've talked about them. Thought it'd be a good idea tonight to do that. So we got all that coming at you tonight and more. But what do you say we get to that hotline and uh, our Zoom line and bring in a guy that topped 53 other, well, 53, 54 other uh, bone stocks, uh, Jason Lovey. He joins us right now. Jay, how you doing tonight, man? You did a great job Friday night, kid. Thank you. I'm doing great. Thanks for having us on the show tonight incredible to say the least i've been tuned in every friday night uh that there's been a broadcast on from delaware speedway uh i love watching the action there at delaware uh things have really turned around at that racetrack over the last couple of years and uh you guys do a great job Uh, friday night that had to be incredible for a guy uh that that was in that race and all those cars you did an amazing job yeah, thanks. It, it, it was something else. It's a lot of a lot of cars out there trying to make the show. Just, I mean, just getting through those heat races was uh, something in itself to to get into that show. Just to have the chance. There was a lot of good cars that had to come back through the the last chance qualifier uh, just just to make it that you don't usually see. It's uh, there's a lot of competition at this track, and uh, as you see on the TV, oh, just amazing. Jay, what's it like? Uh, not only racing on that half-mile track, how long have you been into racing? Uh, in the bone stock now, uh, have you been in this sport a long time? Uh, I've, I've been in and around it a long time. In the driver's seat, believe it or not, only five, uh, probably about seven years now. I didn't hop into a bone stock till I was 49. Really? Really? And there's, yeah. uh, you can start at any time. Uh, man, I'll tell you what, you were putting it up against the kids out there. No, you got to put it up against a lot of the kids, as you see, and a lot of great drivers uh, come come down. Fothergill was down to run that. Um, APC champ Joe Lawrence. It's a it's a privilege to go out there and get to run against him. If you're you're lucky enough to beat him, you had a great night. Oh, I'd say, yeah, Joe Lawrence's brother. Uh, well, they get a whole heat yep. race just on their own. That family, they do yeah. a, a, a great job. And I know what you're saying. There are lots of competition, and really, that's what you want, right? When you get behind the wheel of your race car, you want the competition. It's not like, uh, man, I hope I'm the king of the hill and I blow everybody away. That's not the case in bone stock. No, no, it's very difficult to win these races. I mean, to, especially up against 55 cars that show up. It's not. Uh, you got to work hard a long time before that night to get that opportunity at Delaware. 
So let, let's go back to Friday night, shall we? Uh, you get to the Speedway. It's a beautiful night. Probably one of the nicest nights so far in the schedule. At least it looked that way anyway on, uh, on Rogers. Uh, take us back to Friday night. You got there. What happened from the time you got there? Uh, qualifying comes up, and I missed the qualifying. How did you do in qualifying? Qualifying, uh, I, it was more just more of us just to practice. How, I'm not sure how they do their qualifying. I think they take it uh, from your points where you finished off the week before. Your points, um, a lot of new cars were came in. I think from Flamborough this weekend, so a lot kind of got put into that first heat. I've had uh, a miserable year with a lot of other things in that car, and finally just got it together this weekend. So I started in the back uh, at the back of heat two. Um, and uh, I was fortunate enough to run through that, that heat pretty good and get myself a, a win, uh, in that heat that started me 18th on the field for the, for the show. And, uh, that's still, that's rabbit was, uh, I think three or four cars in front of me and uh, a couple back was, uh, Jay Cox. Um, the hot rods were all around us. That's for sure. Jason, I got to admit, uh, I'm watching the broadcast. I had turned my attention away for a couple of minutes. I focused back in on the race, and they were talking lots about the five-car Rabideau. Uh, and I actually thought he had the lead of the race. You can see a cluster of cars there. I thought, okay, Rabideau's leading. And there's like two or three other guys there. I want to say Wilms was in there. Uh, a couple other really good cars and I went, hmm, I wonder where Lovey went. Maybe he faded back. Uh, but you were so far ahead, you weren't even in the same shot as those guys. Yeah, I think uh, it depends on when you cut that picture. But I think Gibbons and Rabideau got themselves uh, rubbing up on each other that uh, managed to push them back a, a little bit there at the end. But uh, I think it was a sec- two laps to go I managed. They, they touched and I managed to get uh, – a good, comfortable jump on them and uh, hold that lead. Oh, man, it's got to feel good when you get it. Uh, With the competition that's out there, uh, it's super stuff. Uh, Friday night is, uh, you guys haven't really got that many races left to go on the championship. I I take it you're going to be involved every week. How are you in the points? Uh, I'm, I'm deep. I'm deep in the points. I've had car trouble, electrical gremlins in my car this year. Um, and a couple other issues uh, this year. I didn't make it quite through tech a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> uh, uh, you, you, sometimes the, the rules they read and the rules I read are, are a little bit different. But uh, at any rate, we, we scaled right through with a big golden sticker on the hood uh, last week to, I think, some of the chagrin of some of the other folks out there. Well, it's interpretation of the rules, right? Uh, and, and sometimes there is some discrepancy. And, uh, and you know, other times you, you learn something and you say, man, I could have been doing that forever. I didn't know it was legal. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I, like I said, it's a lot of work, a lot of time. And that's not under and working on the car. You're, you're, I'm, I'm always thinking after that race a couple of weeks ago where I pushed up and I lost a good one to Mr. Lawrence. That broke my heart, and because uh, I shouldn't have, uh, I spent the next two weeks doing nothing but chassis work, chassis, and and working on uh, different uh, ways to change that, loosen the car up, and lo and behold, it, it it worked. I didn't put the fastest lap down, amazingly, on Friday night. Um, that BT Racing Phil Gibbons managed to squeeze that one on me, um, but my car did turn. They they on TV, I think they didn't think it turned as good as it did. 
they thought maybe Rabideau was a little better. But um, no, I backed that corner up and rolled it, and I could get I could just pick up the throttle so much quicker than than those guys could to to launch me and get that car to fire off the corner. Like it, it was awesome. Yeah, Givens did a great job, as mentioned there. Uh, he was yeah, very sure. fast. Uh, you you know you go to tracks. And you have a look at different speedways. And the bone stock class, uh, combined four, uh, mini stock, whatever you want to call them, because they are different names at different tracks, and they do have different rules. But I'm not seeing the car count. Now, you look at a Suikin, and they're four-cylinder class, and they're very healthy. Delaware Speedway, again, very healthy. Some of the other tracks, though, man, they're struggling to even get 10, 12 cars on the track. What is the difference? Do you do you know? Like, do you get around anywhere, Jason, or are you staying right at Delaware? Um, I've, I've had the chance to run on, on Flamborough and a, and a couple other courses. Um, but for me, um, the big dog is Delaware. Um, I'm sorry to everybody else out there, but, um, uh, you know, Luke and the boys might like me um, talking about it, but it's the fastest. And when you win at Delaware, to me, you are, that's the fastest. That's where the, you know, Lawrence hangs his hat there. Uh, Gibbons comes there. Um, Rabideau's there. To, to me, that's, that's where the big dogs are. And, and if you want to beat the man or be the man, you got to beat the man. And that's, to me, that's where they are. Yeah, so. absolutely. Incredible. With Jason Loving tonight, he goes to Victory Lane, Delaware Speedway. Huge car count. He did an amazing job, and I thought, man, he'd be a great guest. And sure enough, Jason, you are one of those guys. So what do you do now? You get the big feature win. Uh, do they handicap you now for next Friday night, or do they hit you hard if you win? Do you got to start right at the very back, or what's the scenario there? Uh, you know what? To be honest with you, I'm not sure what happens. This is the first one this year. Um, I think I did read that after maybe two feature wins, you get hit with 50 pounds. Um, one thing you do get at Delaware, and that's uh, a lot of scrutiny when you when you roll in the following week. And that's not only by the guys in the tech, but um, some of the other competitors in this field. My goodness, guys. <laughs> Come on, come on, stop crying. There are some other fast guys out there that are, are hot rods as well. And, um, you know, I look forward to, to racing each and every one of them. But the, like I say, Rabido, uh, Jay Cox, these guys are top, top dogs that are fast. And I got a lot of respect for them. I love running with them. Well, and the other thing is, too, you do your homework. It's amazing how the car will perform when you really concentrate. I know you've been doing that, as mentioned. Uh, you've been working on the car, and that's what it takes. If you want to just unload the car each Friday night and go out on the speedway and wonder why you're in the last chance qualifier, wonder why you didn't qualify, you might want to take a look at doing some work on your race car, right? 100%. 100%. Um, I'm on that car all the time. Um, every free chance I get, it's either I'm either working on it or I'm thinking about it. Yeah, good sure. stuff. Who have you got on your race team? Who's with you? I know you can't be doing it alone. No, I definitely can't be doing it alone. My wife is probably the biggest part in it. For one thing, she lets me work on that and spend a lot of time away from her to, to get that job done and be fast. Her, her, uh, her, she's got a great book out. We got a picture of her on the hood of the car. She's probably the biggest sponsor we got. Uh, Q and Lou. Uh, custom art, uh, they do a great job. Grazing Hill, 
is on the car. Raymer Financial helps us out. I'm working with the boys over at Paps Blue Ribbon. I'm getting close. I hope he's out there listening real good right now, but we need that sticker on the car. Uh, I want to thank my dad, Terry Lovey. He puts the tires on this car. And uh, I definitely got to thank Wampum Fuels for sponsoring our division and uh, everybody at Delaware Speedway for all they do for us and give us that sweet playground to play on Friday nights on. I love it. Yeah, awesome stuff. Uh, great, great catching up with you tonight. Great meeting you. And uh, first time on Race Time Radio. I can well imagine this isn't going to be your last time. You're going to be up here again. You got another win in you before the end of the season? I think I do. I think I do. We're going to turn it up even more. If I got anything left in that car, I'm going to work on the chassis a little bit more. But uh, I, I'm going to try my hardest to get another one. It well, mean a lot to me to do that this year. Well, you put on a great show, my friend. You and all the uh, drivers out there in the Bone Stock class at Delaware Speedway, congratulations on the win. Much continued success, and uh, we'll be watching. Hey, how can fans follow along? Do you got social media? You use social media? No, I'm I'm socially illiterate. Um, to be honest with you, I I maybe I got to get everybody's telling me I got to get this thing fired up and going. So um, look for me to do that. Once I do, uh, my wife's a master of that, so I'm sure I'll get it all over the place. But um, I want to also thank you for bringing the light to our division. Um, and just want to say to anybody else thinking about getting to bone stock, it's never too late. Grab it, hop in it, and let's go, boys. Come on, join us. Awesome stuff. I can imagine you're going to have more competition than you can shake a stick at out there. Jason, you did a great job and uh, look forward to getting you back on the show again. I guess if people want to stay up with you, one easy way to do it is buy a ticket, get to the racetrack and start cheering. Come on down Friday night. It is an awesome show. As you, as you say, if you can't make it down, at least check us out on uh, that YouTube channel, Rogers YouTube channel. Oh, it's getting so good, too. Chris Soares, and uh, he had, uh, I, I believe it's Kate Furl, uh, Furlan. Uh, we, yeah, hit, uh, yeah, you're 100%. She did an amazing job. Uh, and, and, you know, they, they take it up a notch each and every week. The broadcast is getting better. And I'll tell you what, pretty hard to top the competition on the Speedway and whatever class is out there. And Jay, you did a good job, and I uh, can't thank you enough for the time tonight on Race Time. All right, you have yourself a great night. Thanks a lot. You bet. That's Jason Lovey. Watch for him in that uh, 21C car. I'll tell you what, the competition at Delaware Speedway in every division, off the hook. Uh, Got to congratulate Carson Nagy. He went out and won again on Friday night. Uh, Zardo, Lane Zardo, right there, as a number of cars were. Uh, Jesse Kennedy was having a really good run, thought he was going to win it. And it was uh, Adrianson that has stepped out of his late model, stepped back in in that 50 car, rolled it into victory lane on Friday night. Don't miss it. If you get a chance, get to the Speedway and join that full house that was there on Friday night. If you can't, tune in on YouTube. Just type in Delaware Speedway, 7.30 on Friday nights, enjoying Chris Source and all the crew. And uh, I guarantee you'll love it and want to be at the Speedway. We're going to hit a quick break here on Race Time. We will be back all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talk. Stay right there. Hi, this is Tony Stewart, and you're listening to Race Time Radio.
from coast to coast, coast. you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. It's coming. Can you feel it? The rush. The gold rush at Flamborough Speedway, Saturday, July 29th. The best of the pro late model drivers from across Ontario and beyond will come to race, but only one will take home the gold rush prize of $10,000. And Racetime Radio will be there to bring you all the excitement live and online. 123 green flag laps of excitement, plus 40 lap features for the mini stocks and pure stocks, each offering 500 to win. So get to Hamilton on Saturday, July the 29th for the Flamborough Speedway Gold Rush. If you can't get to the track, join us here at Racetime Radio for all the action. Gates open at 4, racing starts at 6, and so will our broadcast. Don't miss the Gold Rush. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio tonight, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Also on the performance, motorsportnetwork.com throughout the course of the week. And, of course, Rev TV Canada every Tuesday night from 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, it, we love being on Rev TV. Uh, have you been watching the programming? Man, I'll tell you what. On the channel, things are getting better uh, each and every time. Mike Garrow and his whole crew at Rev TV doing an amazing job uh, to get us motorsports, and we're getting lots of it and more to come. You can guarantee it. Uh, we've got uh, Craig Slonwood is going to be joining us here shortly. He, of course, went to Victory Lane in this year's IWK 250 at Riverside International Speedway just last weekend. And while we're waiting for Craig, i got to talk about the IWK 250 for just a couple of moments here. If you have not seen it, uh, you you got to put it on your calendar. You've got to make it to the IWK 250 at a Riverside. I know it's a long way to go if you're Ontario or, you know, even further out in the West or whatever. Uh, you will not be disappointed. As a race fan, uh, it reminds me so much 
uh, of going to, you know, like the Snowball Derby or uh, New Smyrna Speed Weeks and, and seeing the, you know, the caliber of talent, uh, the fans, the energy, all the above at the IWK 250. It's just, uh, it's, it, it'll blow your mind. Here in Canada, it doesn't get any bigger than that. And I, I say that, and we've got so many good races in this country, uh, but the IWK 250, I've seen a lot of big events here in Canada, and that one there uh, for a, a short track, super late model, uh, it, that that really, it's a cut above. And uh, it would be kind of cool if you make it out there, uh, give us your impression of the IWK 250. Uh, it's a full weekend of action. Uh, things got started out last Wednesday night with practice in the uh, Legend Cars, uh, the Crossroads, uh, League of Legends uh, from out in the Maritimes got to the track and they did some practice getting prepared for the weekend along with the Mass Sportsman Series. And I'll tell you, that race on Friday night for the sportsman cars, uh, it, just amazing. It was 100 laps. Uh, Napa, Henry Auto Pro 100, and uh, it was just amazing. Back to what I was saying. Wednesday night was practice. Thursday night was practice for the uh, Pro Stocks, or Super Late Models. Uh, it was their turn to practice up, and uh, there was a big concert. Now, uh, right on the infield, it was um, it was kind of different this year. And I heard a few people kind of disappointed that they didn't have tickets, couldn't get into the event uh, because of where it was. Uh, th they were kind of limited to the number of people, right? There's, uh, you, you gotta, when you get all the approvals and licensing and everything, you have to stick to the rules uh, that are laid out. And of course, Riverside did. They stuck right to the rules. Well, it turned out that there was a lot more people that wanted to go, uh, but unfortunately, they were capped out. They were sold out for that particular part on Thursday night. Anybody that did attend had a blast. Anybody that didn't, uh, that wanted to be there, well, they're kind of disappointed. I guess the moral to the story is a couple of things. A, if you want to go to the pre-race party on Thursday night of the IWK 250 weekend, you best get your tickets in advance so that you know you can get in through the gate. Uh, and the second thing is the response for that particular event on Thursday night was really good. The weather was spot on. The talent was amazing. And uh, the Speedway also learned that, man, we're going to have to make this bigger. So I wouldn't doubt next year there'll be more tickets available. And I wouldn't doubt fans are going to want to get their tickets early. Um, and, and that's going to help lay the foundation and the work uh, that they're going to be able to do. Maybe they can turn it and, you know, increase the number of seats or what have you or the space, I guess, square footage so that they can accommodate more people. But it was laid out the way it was laid out. And uh, it, it sold out, uh, and, which is a good thing to happen. Now, that was on Thursday night. Practice, of course, uh, took place for the Pro Stock Super Late Models. Um, and Carson Hosevar was in that race, right, uh, driving the number 23 car. So that was Carson's first opportunity to get behind the wheel of the Cat for Kids number 23 car that he drove in the race. He had to get acclimated with the track, with the car, with the guys that he was working with. Now, Carson brought a couple of his crew guys with him 
uh, that, that were going to work on the car, some guys that he was familiar with. So that particular part of the formula uh, was, uh, you know, pretty pretty regular for Carson. But nevertheless, he had to get accustomed to absolutely everything else. And I got to say, Carson is a true professional stucker racer. Uh, of course, he's in the NASCAR uh, Camping World Truck Series and uh, two-time, oh, Craftsman, sorry, Craftsman Truck Series. Two-time winner this year. He won at Nashville, won at Texas, uh, made his cup debut, what, a, like a month ago? Uh, he's been running in Xfinity. Uh, it, you're going to see this guy's name in lights. He will be in the Cup Series uh, in short order. Uh, but Carson Hosevar got behind the wheel of that 23 car and uh, got acclimated on Thursday night, did a fantastic job with it, and uh, sure enough, straight into the race on Saturday. And uh, Carson's had fast time. Uh, went through the dash, won the dash. He did get the pull for the IWK 250. And uh, I don't want to spoil it for you. If you haven't seen it, uh, you, you should go back and have a view. Uh, but I'll tell you what, Carson did a fantastic job right up until, I don't know, 20 laps to go or so. The 99 of Craig Slonwhite was not going to be denied this year. And uh, he, he ended up getting together with Carson. The two of them got sent to the rear. The 99 of Craig Sloan White and Carson battled their way back towards the front. Uh, the 99 of Craig Sloan White won the race, and he is going to join us here shortly. Uh, we also want to congratulate uh, Friday night. Friday night was that sportsman race and the legend cars. They did an amazing job. The place was, I'm going to say, about 90% full. Uh, which is a pre pretty tall order. When you get to Riverside, there's a lot of seats at that facility. Uh, Friday night, probably the best Friday night crowd I've seen, and I've been going for 12 years. Uh, and uh, they, I want to say they had like 28 or 29 uh, sportsman cars. The number eight of Chris Reed uh, is local. He, he's from out there. But he doesn't live out there. He lives out in Fort McMurray, Alberta, and he shuttles back and forth. And I'll tell you what, Chris Reed did an amazing job. No one was going to uh, top Chris on Friday night, and he finally got that big win. He was ecstatic. Uh, Chris Reed did an amazing job uh, on Friday night getting the win. And then, of course, Saturday rolls around, and it's IWK 250 day, and uh, it just doesn't get any better. And uh, happy to tell you that we do have the winner, the 99 of Craig Sloan White. He's up on the Zoom line. Let's welcome him in. What's going on tonight there? IWK 250 champion Craig Sloan White. What's going on, buddy? Not much tonight, but not much at all. Yeah, taking it easy. Has it sunk in yet, bud, that you are a winner of the IWK? Oh, it's... Uh... <laughs> I don't think about it for a little bit, and then all of a sudden somebody will say something, or I'll flick open my phone, pictures or whatever, and it's like, man, we uh, the word that I keep using is finally. <laughs> so <laughs> it's uh, it's a big deal, man. Oh, it doesn't get any bigger, really. Uh, to win that race, how many years? I know uh, uh, I can't remember who I was talking. Eighteen years. Oh, uh, it was uh, the guy that won it last year, Greg Proud. I asked Greg, I said, Greg, how many years have you been running this race? We've been covering it 12 years. You've been here every year then. How about before then? How many years have you gave this a try? And he said it was 18 years that he's been trying to win the IWK, and he did it last year. 
Uh, he said, there's no feeling like it. And yeah. He said, I want to do it again. Uh, and that's he was trying to win it on uh, last Saturday night, but no one was going to beat that 99 car. <laughs> yeah, it was 15 years for me trying. So 08 was my rookie year on the tour, and it's been every year since. So, yeah. Pretty yeah, 15 amazing. 15 years in the making, and it's the race that everybody wants to win. Um, and it was the final check mark for me, really. So to finally get that was, uh, it, it, it sometimes doesn't feel real, to be honest. Well, it val- validates everything that you've been doing, right, Craig? That is the one, uh, I don't care. Uh, it's no longer just a maritime thing. This is stretched out countrywide. There, we're even hearing guys in the United States that uh, do this for a long time going, Man, I got to get to Canada and get into that race. That that that's a tough yeah. one, and it's getting that name now. Uh, Craig, it it was amazing. Take us back through Saturday night. I know it was an emotional roller coaster for you, and for good cause too. You wanted to win. You guys had contact. Take us back through Saturday night. Yeah, I mean, it actually probably went back to the last race there a month ago, five weeks ago, something like that. We've been. We've been real good down there for the last couple of years since I've uh, got involved with Andrew and Jonathan at King and stuff and Corey, and we've we've unloaded at that racetrack. We've unloaded at all the racetracks, good, but especially especially Riverside, one that's kind of been the thorn in my side. I I won I won there in 2008, my rookie season, and then haven't won anything back there since. Um, so then going into 2021. Um, we ended up winning. We won two of the three down there, I think. And then last year was uh, I can't remember what I got. Did I get two out of three or one out of three, something like that, down there last year? Um, and the IWK weekend last year down there, I thought we were pretty good and having having to replace everything. Like we 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 replaced the the wire and uh, fuel system, engine, everything was just plaguing us, and it was like you know what. We've got a bad, fast car. We've won here already this year. Um, something's bound to happen, and something happened. So it's, it's it's just that's the way it's been. So, again, the first race there this year um, was real good, but we obviously weren't good enough because Noggle was, was on us, and he had a good piece, and uh, we ended up losing to him. So I said to Andrew after Halifax, the week after that race, I said, man, listen, like, it's time for us now to dig our heels in and go test because we got complacent. Um, we were good. We were really at the end of the day, good enough. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and we hadn't done that. We hadn't tested for a while. So anyways, uh, three weeks ago, two weeks before the 250, we went down and tested at Riverside for six hours. It was me, Andrew, um, Roderick, Corey, and uh, who else? Yeah, I think that was it. Anyways, <laughs> um, stayed there six hours. I hopped out of my car into Kyle Reed's car, my car, Kyle Reed's car, just trying different things to make us better as a team. Right. And and we did. We picked up. We picked up a a solid, I think, tenth, and it actually made the cars drive better on a longer run. So leaving there three weeks ago, I kind of went, we're back in the wheelhouse. We're back where we need to be. If we, if all the ducks line up, we're going to be hopefully in contention to win this thing. 
and then roll ahead to the Thursday night test at Riverside. Um, we unloaded, waited for everybody to put a bunch of laps on, and, and uh, I knew the car was going to be underneath me, and sure enough, we went out with just older rubber, and, and it was solid, never rubbered up at all that whole night. I think we ended up the night, I don't know, let's say P6 or 7 or something, but everybody in front of us had taken tires. So I was like, no, I'm, I'm good with this. Let's just, let's go into Saturday and, and not beat ourselves this year. And we went into Saturday, same thing. Never even rubbered up with uh, new practice tires. We just put laps on uh, the old tires that we had and we were, we were that top five ish quick and, and, uh, never really had to adjust on it at all. Tried a couple little things, went back on the adjustment. Um, and, and, uh, started the race off. Where did I start? I started a third. Mm-hmm. Uh, Carson was, was putting down some, putting down some laps. He Man. wasn't, there was no, no holding back on his end. No, I thought, uh, honestly, watching the race, Craig, and calling the race, I was going, man, Carson is going to burn that, that, that 23 car. He's going to burn it up. Like he yeah. was really laying down laps. And, yeah. uh, and so were you. So were you. So were a number of guys. And I was going, man, you can't keep pace like that. If you do, someone that's running this race in 15th is going to come up and get you all. Uh, yeah. I was amazed. Yeah. And, and that's exactly right. Um, and I'd done that a couple of times this year. I ran too hard too early. And then at the end, I got beaten. It, it was uh, like a page out of my own book over the last couple of years because I've been able to do that. I've been able to save, save, save. But I think with dialing the car back into where it needed to be uh, allowed me to stay in Carson's tracks for essentially the whole race. Mm-hmm. And I didn't, I didn't burn my stuff up. I didn't, uh, I didn't overwheel it. I just wanted to make sure that I didn't slip any wheels, whether it be front end, rear end. Um, just watched him do his thing. Really, I just stayed in his tracks, and and the halfway break, him and I were one two, and and uh, we made a couple adjustments at halfway that just made it come in even better. Mm-hmm. Um, Matt was in the spotter stand along. Andrew was up there with, uh, with Corey as well, or with, uh, sorry, uh, Kyle and just kind of bounced a couple things off one another and made the right adjustments at halfway. And same thing. I was just, I was in his tracks and I, I was actually, I was way better after halfway following him than what I had been in the first half. So, I knew once we took that green flag and him and I checked out on the field, mm-hmm. uh, I was I was running, you know, seventy percent, sometimes eighty percent, probably just making him making him put down laps and and, and essentially wear his stuff out more than me. Right. Uh, and then lap one eighty one, I turned down underneath of him. Like I didn't want to. I didn't even want to put a pass on him at the time. I was just following him. And I believe he got a little free as I rolled up to him and I literally breathed on him yeah. and as he throttled up and he spun. So no fault caution, both of us to the back, as you've seen. And, and I thought I ruined every chance yet again, something stupid, um, to take me out of the wind because you just don't know well, you got to come from 12th, 13th, wherever we were. Um, anything can happen slip of a wheel you're done slip of somebody else's wheel you're done and i thought i ruined my chances and i was i was beating myself up hard but then i was just like you know what there's 70 laps to go just tame it back here let him make the moves because i knew he was going to go like a bat out of hell again right so i thought 
I'll follow you, dude. Like you just, you open holes and I'm coming with you. Yeah. And, uh, and that's what we did. And, and I'm, I'm actually glad that it played out that exact way. I'm glad that he got back to the lead. I got back to second. That way no one can sit there and go, Oh, you know, song I took him out. He was the guy that was going to win the race, blah, blah, blah. It just wasn't the way it was. It was perfect. The two of us weaved in and out within 24 laps. We were one and two checked out on the field again. And I just, I just hunted him down right until what was it? Uh, 14 laps to go and like say i knew i was better i i I made made a couple couple attempts to pass a little before that and kind of got spotter blocked a bunch um and i thought all right that's fine if if i gotta if i gotta win this thing on the last lap i know i'm gonna right uh i just i had the confidence i had i was calm and it was just like all right and then and then the door opened for me there to drive in underneath of them um with 14 to go and just stayed there and checked out and then the old 0.25 of a lap caution came <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah it did craig watching you in this race uh was simply amazing it was a dynamite show when you and carson hosevar made contact there wasn't much contact but in fairness i don't know whether carson had that car set so loose that all it would take if a fly landed on that rear quarter, that car yeah. was going to move. Uh, yeah. and, and I know you didn't hit him hard. I knew you wouldn't go in there and do that and ruin your own day. Uh, it was just circumstantial. Uh, but I'll tell you what, what a show. Uh, it really, really made for one. Uh, uh, did you and Carson talk after the race at all? Yeah, uh, we were in victory lane and he ended up, him and his spotter came out on the podium there and, uh, and he basically said, man, congratulations kind of thing. And, and I apologize, obviously, like I normally would if anything like that happens because I'm, I'm not that guy. I'm, if I can't pass you on the outside or inside clean, mm. uh, I'm not going to knock you out of the way. It's just who I am. Right. Uh, and, and, uh, he congratulated. I apologize. He was like, oh no, that's fine, man. He said, I was, I was pretty free as it was and, I knew, you know, it was almost my fault versus your fault kind of thing. Uh, and then after the race, he puts a blog on saying that he got tagged from behind a couple of times. And I'm like, oh, shit, you don't, you don't, you don't congratulate a guy and tell him that it's all good and it was near your fault. And then you go out and post on social media that you were taken out of the races. You weren't. You got past fair and square. Yeah. And a number of times, Craig, uh, and I alluded to it in the broadcast, I went, okay, the 99's looking high. Soon as you went to look high, that 23 car was straight up. Then I seen you go to the bottom side. I said, okay, 99 to the bottom. Zoom straight down. And uh, I thought, wow, this is going to come down. I don't know what you do. The 99 was clearly faster at that point than the 23 car. And I thought, man, this is really going to come down to it. I was real pleased when I seen you get up beside him, and I know you had it. I was just praying that he wasn't going to chop down and cost you both because uh, that was a real potential as well. Oh, very much a potential, yeah. I mean, and listen, again, it's the IWK250. He's the guest NASCAR driver that's coming up here. Obviously, he wants to beat every guy in the in in the in the field, um, as we all do. But sure. but again, being being that stature, uh, coming up to run a pretty badass race car that Donald supplied him, and and I believe the Van Dorns came tuned it in. Um, so yeah, 
he was going to make it high. He was going to make it wise. I, and I knew, I knew early that he was going to do that because again, I, I did, I did show that I was going to attempt to pass. And, and again, a couple of times I had a good run on the outside and he shut the door that I had to actually break. It wasn't just let off throttle. It was break or we were, we were both destroyed into the wall. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I knew it was going to come down to something like that. But, but again, I think, I think he was, uh, I think his car was just not good enough that with a couple laps to go, I really could have just done what I needed to do, right? Mm-hmm. Just to, just to get that pass, get beside him anyway. Whether he took both of us out or not, right. I knew I wasn't gonna. Um, so it, it was gonna, it was gonna come down to it. But when the door opened and I got to the bottom, I was like, okay, well, just hold your own. I, I, not that I expected to get hit, but I expected we were gonna, we were gonna touch at some point. Cause I mean, he led. 220 something laps yeah. up to that point. So he didn't want no one to pass him. Um, but no, there was no contact after that. It was fine. It's gone. He tried the crossover move and, and Matt keyed real quick and said, you know, clear, try and crossover looking low. And, and I just gave him the, gave him the lane because I didn't want to get taken out either. Right. And then I was able to drive, drive away on the outside. I mean, my car at that point was a good 10th, 10th and a half quicker than him. So. It wasn't. It wasn't long before I pulled. A, I think I had a straightaway there with the lap to go. Yeah, you did. We're with the '99 Craig Slonwhite, the 2023 IWK 250 champion. He went out, won the race, and man, did he do a job in this one, uh, Craig? Uh, so you, you get the IWK 250, and I might add that was and is your first win of 2023. Uh, yeah. you, you go back a year ago, and man, you were lighting it up. Uh, you were winning three, four races, one after the other. Not so this year. You've been in second place. You've been in third. You're always on the podium. But man, you weren't in victory lane. And uh, I, I said that to the guys in the broadcast. Hey, 99 hasn't done it so far this year. I like his yeah. chances tonight, but he still hasn't hit victory lane. Maybe saving it up, going to cash it all in tonight. And sure enough, that's what you did. Uh, it's been the objective. I watched you win the Cat 250. What was that, 2012 or something? Uh, like It was a while ago. Uh, yeah. But in that 250, Craig, and I allude to you all the time in these longer races, when you hit that halfway break, a lot of things can change. You're going to go for changes. You're going to switch tires. You're going to do all this nice stuff. Sometimes it don't work out the way that you guys planned it. This time on Saturday night, it did, right? Oh, I know. And, and that's it, it can happen so easy. And I'm sure every single race car driver has been in the situation that, you know, you, you, you save your best tires. You're, you're absolute the fastest set for that second half. And you bolt them on, you think you're going to either stay at the front, check out, or you're going to come from wherever you are in the field right to the front. And sometimes it's so completely opposite. And it's 50% of the time, if not more, um, where it doesn't work out for you. Um, but at the end of the day, I, 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 the guys the guys at King, they just know if your stagger's going to be off, um, what the night's doing, what to change for the better at halfway. And it was exactly what we needed. I mean, um, 
it, it just it just worked out perfect. It really did. Our, our stagger wasn't great. Our race tires weren't great all day on Saturday, mm-hmm. but they just knew exactly what to make to compensate um, for that, making the adjustments to to make happen for for the stagger, and it just worked out. Everything worked out, and and believe it or not, the second set, the better set of tires stay better, and uh, it just it worked out. Everything worked out. There was nothing. We didn't, we didn't beat ourselves. We didn't, um, well, I thought I beat myself, <laughs> but we didn't beat ourselves. Uh, we, we didn't slug all day. It was, it was a hot day. Um, we laughed, joked, carried on all the crew guys and it just, it couldn't have happened any better. Yeah. It really was a dynamite 250 and, uh, Craig, Craig did an amazing job. You got to go back and watch it. Uh, you can go back and listen to it anytime you like. It's on racetimeradio.com. And uh, it, trust me when I say you're going to enjoy even listening to it. It was that exciting of a race. Craig, uh, you guys were back at it this weekend at Petty with the tour. Uh, you took the weekend off, though, and you had a familiar face in the seat. And he came away with the same kind of results you've been having all year. Jonathan Hicken jumped into your car. Ended up with a second place finish. Not a bad job. Oh God, no! I knew, I knew that if he didn't win the show, he'd be second. Because um, I, I, I was following along all day. Uh, Ashton had a pretty badass race car in in practice, and then I watched the heat race on Tim's corner there, and and uh, and then watched the the feature. I was texting back and forth, but there's not much service at Petty, so it was kind of half driving me nuts. The guys weren't getting back to me as quick, and I'm sitting there watching my car going, okay, what's this thing need to, to get the job done kind of thing, right? And and Jonathan is no different than me. Him and I run the exact same way. We're, we're hard-nosed, old-school racers. The guy that owned the race car, he had eight wins in that car before I bought it from him. Um, and after IWK 250, that was my ninth win. So I, yeah. I kind of expected him to go into the weekend and get the win to tie us up nine and nine. Um, but Ashton was just, uh, he was just a little bit better. And I think Jonathan's down on himself. He made an adjustment on the car. Um, he called me last night and he said he put some rear brake into it on a restart and stuffed it in the, in the front stretch wall. I think there, um, might have just knocked something off that 16th or an eighth that to took to take him uh, away from contending with Ashton kind of thing. So, and Jonathan's entertaining to watch. I talked to Andrew today. He said at least we made a show out of it kind of thing. <laughs> um, so yeah, to, to for him to go there, finish second, all the panels are left on us. Uh, I think I'm a 48 point lead or something like that now. Um, just it worked out so well for me and and jonathan was excited to get back in it as you could imagine um yeah yeah it was it worked out well awesome stuff uh, we're getting close to the top of the hour gotta ask it like things really worked out well for the 99 team the 50 50 was almost ten thousand dollars and on the side of the 99 car has the word presidential his sponsor they won the 50 50 as well so Things when when they start coming up, man, uh, you're a good guy to hang out with. I got to hang out with you. <laughs> yeah, right. I know for for Derek uh, to win the the ninety seven hundred bucks or whatever it was, and then he donated two thousand of it to the IWK, kind of in our name. Um, and then everybody that I talked to said, "Oh, Derek was buying us drinks at the beer garden, blah blah blah." So. Derek spent $9,700, I'm sure, but he, at at Riverside International Speedway, even though he won the, the 50-50. So 
it was a win-win for everybody. You gotta love it. Your next race. When are you back in behind the wheel of that '99 car? Uh, this weekend, uh, 150 lap. We're at Oyster Bed. We're in PEI. So I was actually in PEI this weekend for um, uh, my better half's uh, cousin got married. So we were over there this weekend, and now we're going back over for uh, the tour race over there. So. Well, good luck in the race, Craig. Uh, it, it's great to see you have the success that you've had, and you've always been gracious and joined us on Race Time Radio. And uh, I tell you what, couldn't wait to get you on here tonight as an IWK250 winner, a champion, uh, uh, just too cool for school. And I know they're going to love you out in PEI. Um, and, and, of course, the Cat 250 or a comparable 250 is coming up at Scotia. You got to have your eye firmly planted on that one as well, right? Oh, absolutely, we do. We'll we'll do some uh, do some homework, get some testing in, and try and do the same thing. Yeah, you're gonna. I I can just about yeah. guarantee it. So much good competition out there. Uh, it's really cool to see. Congratulations on the win, bud. And Thanks, uh, I know I look forward to getting you back on this show. You get another yeah. win. Yeah, anytime you're on here on this show, it's a it's a it's for a good reason, I guess. <laughs> yeah, it sure is. You're on the highlight reel now, Craig. Thanks yeah. so much for the Later. time. No problem at all, bud. Have a good night. Thanks. You betcha, Craig Slon White. Uh, you can catch him. He's going to be at PEI next weekend. Uh, always a dynamite competitor. Uh, Known the guy now for twelve years, and uh, they just quite don't don't make him any better than that guy. Uh, we have a lot of fun and. Uh, you want to talk about competition. Oh, these guys are loaded with it. We're going to take a quick break, and uh, we'll be back with you here in just mere moments. Stay right with us. Hello, race fans. This is Adam Andretti, and you're listening to The Best with Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park, Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to canadiantiremotorsportpark.com. It's coming. Can you feel it? The rush. The gold rush at Flamborough Speedway, Saturday, July 29th. The best of the pro late model drivers from across Ontario and beyond will come to race, but only one will take home the gold rush prize of $10,000. And Race Time Radio will be there to bring you all the excitement live and online. 123 green flag laps of excitement, plus 40 lap features for the mini stocks and pure stocks, each offering 500 to win. So get to Hamilton on Saturday, July the 29th for the Flamborough Speedway Gold Rush. If you can't get to the track, join us here at Racetime Radio for all the action. Gates open at 4, racing starts at 6, and so will our broadcast. Don't miss the Gold Rush at Flamborough Speedway Hamilton. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. 
Rev TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quick Quick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick Quick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick Quick Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. Sirius XM 167. Now, here's Joe. Welcome back, eh? one and all, here to Race Time Radio. Got a lot of great guests still to come tonight. Shay Gimmel is going to join us here in mere moments. Uh, we're going to hear from Cole Butcher. We're going to hear from Matt Shirley. He's literally driving the hauler back from Edmonton to Saskatoon. Uh, we're going to try and Zoom in a bit, and we'll see how that works. And then, of course, Trevor Siebert is going to uh, pop by. I'll also have a quick interview that Jerry Paxton got with John Caselli. Of course, the uh, Gold Rush is coming up next weekend. Uh, 123 laps is the distance of the Gold Rush this year for the Pro Late Models. Race Time Radio is going to be there to bring you all the action. you got to come and join us at the Speedway. You don't want to miss it. Flamborough is uh, just one of those tracks you don't want to miss. And the gold rush is going to be off the hook this year. Uh, we're going to be there. So if you can't make it, you can depend on Race Time Radio to have live coverage. You'll be able to listen in, uh, but you want to see it. So uh, make plans and come join us at the Speedway. Uh, we I just got to take 90 seconds to go back to Toronto. They're going to do their quick news update. It takes 90 seconds. And then when we come back, we got Shea Gimmel is going to join us. We'll talk. Flamborough Speedway. We'll talk APC. He went to Victory Lane, uh, not last Saturday, but last Sunday. I had landed from the IWK, uh, landed back in Hamilton. I was driving home, and I just missed the race. Otherwise, uh, I would have joined them, guys. Uh, but uh, nevertheless, we're going to hear from Shea. We'll find out how he won that 75 at, uh, or pardon me, the 100 that he won at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, he had a dynamite number three car, and uh, we'll get to all of that in just 90 seconds from now. Uh, I'm going to throw it back to you, Rob, in Toronto. Get us up to date. And when we come back, Shay Gimmel, right here, live on Race Time Radio. Uh, don't go anywhere. Stay right there, and we will be back. So many great guests coming up. You don't want to miss a moment. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to Canada Talks. On Sirius XM, channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. 
Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And we are going to go directly to the Zoom line and bring in, how about an APC winner from just uh, a week ago today, actually, at Flamborough Speedway. It was Shea Gimmo in that three-car going to Victory Lane, and he joins us right now on the old Zoom line. What's going on, Shea? How you doing? Not too bad, Joe. How are you doing tonight? Fantastic, man. Uh, well, I've seen the highlights. I wasn't able to join you at the race, but uh, sure looked like a barn burner at Flamborough Speedway. You guys got racing, you got started, got up to 70 laps. Mother Nature played a little game on you. Rained a wee bit, then it dried off, and away you guys went. You were the one standing in victory lane. Take us back through that race. It sounded like it was a dynamite one. Uh, it's a good old classic uh, Flamborough Speedway on a, on a Sunday night, I guess you could say. Yeah, Saturday night got canceled, so we did we did the Sunday event. Seems like we always bring home the big wins on Sunday, so I was looking forward to being there on a Sunday. And uh, yeah, we started the race pretty half decent. Car was kind of tight off the beginning of the race, and uh, kind of waited and waited for the race to come to me. And then we had that uh, the rain, like you said, on the lap seventy. So they brought us all back in, and then we. Uh, Sat for about half hour, 45 minutes, till the rain sailed up, got the track all warmed up, and then we headed on back out there. Yeah, and we were was, able to bring it home. It was nuts, though. When you guys went back on the racetrack, uh, the 22 car got ripped up, the 10 car got folded up. Uh, there was a number of cars. The 72 car sitting up on top of the 22. I kind of thought his day was done, but not so. They put it back down on the track, and Junior Farley into the pits, come back out. I was amazed he was able to continue. Did you, were you out front by then or were you behind that and seeing everything? No, we were actually, we were kind of up front pretty much throughout the day. We fell back about third, I think was the, the position that I was in kind of when all that happened. We kind of were like a top three to five car all kind of race. Uh, that kind of happened further at the back there after the green flag, uh, after uh, after the rain. So I don't know if the track maybe wasn't 100% yet and guys just were getting keen to get to the inside and just the Flamborough Speedway into turn one and just, all the elements didn't line up. It's unfortunate a couple of good cars got get tore up. It's good to see Kyle uh, come out of that one. Uh, have another car land on top of another one. It's always it's always terrible to see. But no, the the, the great chassis that we have, the safety equipment that we have is uh, it's none none the best. I'm just glad to see that everyone was okay and and. Just unfortunately, a lot of cars got wrecked, but I guess that's part of racing. It is, and it's the the, the part that uh, is inevitable. It's going to happen at some point. But really, in APC competition, I don't know how many cautions you guys have had this year, but it hasn't been many. No, I think the the the, the first race at Flamborough, we actually went green to checkered. 
and it doesn't happen very very often there. So it was uh, uh, usually sometimes we have a green to check it there, and sometimes we have a race that has a lot of cautions. So it was a race with a lot of cautions. Uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick, the number eighty four car. Uh, was setting a torrent pace in that race. He was doing really good, and disaster struck him as well. Must have been in the air on Sunday. Uh, broke a lower control arm, which never happens. He piled her off into the wall. Prior to that, were you catching him? Were you starting to get on him? Well, we, uh, we took the lead fairly early. About I think it was like five, six laps into the race. We got the lead on the a late, or beginning of restart on the outside. Got a good run going, and then we started to set the pace a little bit. And I think it was like lap 20, 25, JR kicked in. I got a little bit tight, uh, center out a little bit. He was rolling through the center a lot, a lot better than I was, so he was able to pass me. And then there's a couple other cautions, and I was picking the the outside lane to try and pick up a run on him, and I fell back to third behind uh, behind uh, Jake there. And then, uh, then that caution for the rain came. We went all back out, and I still was picking the outside. Well, then kind of the car came to me with like that 30 lap 25 laps to go mm. i was able to, to get by jake there and then i was starting to I felt like i was starting to catch jr but he just he was on another kind of field he, he goes through his cars he does really good maintenance on his cars they got a really top-notch program and it's very unfortunate to see but like i said before you just kind of have to take those ones when they come because they don't come very often it sucks to see a good car like that get wrecked but that's just racing i guess and now we'll, we were able to bring home the, the check and the trophy so that's always good news and that's what you're doing this game for and you do a great job with it Shay. uh what is your favorite race track is flamborough that track or where where's that one that you look at and go man i wish we'd run all our races here i don't know i really like i like traveling Joe. i really like going to all the different tracks and supporting all the local tracks like i love that we go up to Sable the next couple of weeks and we're going back up to sunset again and then i love coming back to delaware and i love also going to flamborough so i kind of really do like supporting all those the short tracks that that we need to keep in ontario as well right so i don't really can say i love just a one track i love that we go to each track twice and i like to do a little bit extra at delaware just because it's so close to home right Mm -hmm. um so it's hard to say my favorite yeah but okay which one of you had the most success at oh sorry um your phone cut uh i now that I think about it, it is actually Flamborough. It's the one that I'm usually a top three car, more or less. Yeah. Uh, we won the Triple Crown there for two years, the championship. Then I won the Triple Crown race there. Now that I've got an APC win there, so that's that's a, a bucket list win, that's for sure. So, yeah, I guess you could say that's one of my, my better tracks that I would win a lot at. Yeah, good deal. Uh, we we got sunset still to come, right? You guys are back there. Uh, Delaware, big finish. Uh, you head to the beach in a couple of weeks. Uh, how are you in points? Are you there, Shay? Uh, anything can happen in racing, Joe. We all know that. So I, I think I'm still a fair bit back. We're, uh, I think we're far enough back where if we stay consistent, it'll happen if it happens. That's kind of our, our goal right now. We didn't have the best of runs at the beginning of the season. We had a, a bad look at uh, Peterborough there, and then we just didn't really have a consistent car that was underneath me throughout the beginning of the season. But I feel like we found something at Flamborough. We worked hard on the car all day, and McCall Enterprises did a lot or helped us out and got that car rolling through the center and down the straightaway quite a bit better. So we might have something for these guys for the rest of the season. I'm really looking forward to it. We go off to Sobble in two weeks, which is where I picked up my uh, first APC win. So I love going there. It's always a big, big family event for us. We always bring our campers. 
love spending time there with everyone there. It's just one of my favorite, also one of my favorite tracks. You gotta love it. That's the way. And when everything comes together like that, uh, it makes for a special weekend. Uh, sponsorship on that number three car. It's a beautiful looking race car. Who have you got uh, helping you out there? Yo, know, I gotta thank APC Canoe. So they're part of this, that keep this program going for me. Couldn't really do it without them. Miami Muscle. Uh, Cashflow is on board this year. Uh, Ray Collins Chevrolet, Fram, our supporting series sponsors, AC Delco, Spectre Premium, Daco, and uh, Epic Racefair. With all these guys, we, we couldn't run this program. And also all the support that we have with the APC series. you got to have all these main sponsors that come to each single race. They want to have the event, and they want to represent the event with all their all their different businesses. And, and really glad that the group that we have, and, and keep growing this series, right? It keeps like it's one of the best in, in all of Canada, and it seems like, it just keeps growing up and up and up, and it's just really thankful to be a part of it. Yeah, it's a, and uh, you're right. The bar keeps going, and it go, goes up a little bit more, and I keep thinking, wow, how are these guys going to top it? But there you go. Away you go, and you manage to do it. Three more wins. What do you think? Can you get three more wins? Go out there and uh, it just put them all back to back. Oh, I'm sure I'm going to try. There's actually four more to go, so oh, we'll see four. if we can uh, <laughs> We'll see. We go Sobble twice, Sunset, and the big uh, Delaware 200 lap race, which I'm really looking forward to. So, well, uh, hopefully we can pick off maybe one or two or even a couple more. We'll see. Well, I didn't want to put too much pressure on you. I was only going for three out of four. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We'll see what happens, right? Yeah, you want to believe it. Uh, Well, it was good to see you get that win. uh, That that keeps you in the W column, and uh, that's what you guys do this for congratulations on it can't thank you enough for the time tonight on race time i know you're going to be off to work now uh you'll have visions of that win in your mind all night yeah it was uh it was a late night so we were i was on uh we didn't get home until about 12 30 work at 4 30 wasn't that bad when you win (laughs) yeah it feels feels just fine you can't party like it's no tomorrow though when you got to turn around and go to work no, Joe, I got kids now. It's a little harder to do that. <laughs> uh, I hear you. I hear you. You're a good dad and you're a good, uh, good, good winner, too. Congratulations, Shay, and we can't thank you enough for the time. No, appreciate it, Joe. Love having me on here. Hopefully I can have you again, hopefully throughout the season. Hey, we've always got a seat for the winner, bud. All right, thanks. Thanks a lot, Joe. You bet. Shay Gimmel, watch for him in the number three car. The thing was magic at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick was really good. Something broke, and away he went. Uh, if you haven't seen that race, you can get back to it. It's on G-Force. You can just go back and have a, a, a view of that race. Tell you what, like tons of action in that one. Um, and, and good to see that everybody is okay. Uh, the 22, I was texting with Kyle Steckley, uh, that the rear wheel of Junior Farley's car was literally, uh, just, just, uh, a couple of inches from his head. Uh, but the cars were built right. Uh, everything did what it was supposed to do. And, uh, everybody's fine. They'll race again. Kyle said we're just going to have to make it faster because it looked fantastic. And, uh, yeah, watch for them. They do make it off to Sobble next, so uh, you want to check that out. We're going to hit a quick break. When we come back, we're going to talk to that uh, Red Bud 400 winner. Uh, we intend on having Cole Butcher join the show, and we'll talk to Cole. We haven't had him on in quite a while. He won a big one down in the U.S., and uh, he did that last Saturday as we were doing the IWK 250. So stay with us. We will be back all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Bonjour, ici Andrew Angers, coureur de la voiture 27. Vous écoutez 
Race Time Radio. I'm Andrew Ranger. You're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, coast to coast, you're listening to Canada to Canada Talks. Did you know you can get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a, a tap, tap away. away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Taylor Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Logano will set his sights on the championship. And two times, baby. Things. He shoved him up the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to be the mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, Cal! Woo! Shake and bake! Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, one and all, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks. And we're going to go right back to the Zoom line, and we're going to bring in a guy that we haven't spoke to since, I believe, last fall. He goes to Victory Lane in that Red Bud 400, the big ASA show, uh, just last Saturday. And it's Cole Butcher, he driver of the 53. What's going on tonight there, Cole? How are you, buddy? Good. How are you? Look at you floating around in a boat. That life is good, is it? Yeah, life, life's been pretty good lately. Yeah, good deal. Good deal. So you won yourself a huge one in the U.S. What did that one feel like, Cole? I felt pretty good. I felt pretty good to get the first Super Late Model win checked off the bucket list for Wilson Motorsports um, and myself. So uh, um, I know they've won it multiple years in a row now. So, uh, yeah, we just look forward to the next one. Cole, you've been down in the U.S. Uh, pretty well the whole year. You've got married since the last time we spoke. You just keep on checking those boxes off. Uh, uh, so what's been happening? You've been doing a lot of racing. You've been uh, right with Donnie Wilson Motorsports now? Yeah, we've been doing a lot of racing um, between pro late models, super late models. Um, I definitely got married to uh, my best friend uh, a, couple, about a couple weeks ago, a month ago. Um, and now we're out here floating right now. So I can't really complain. We have a couple races on the go in the next couple of weeks. We race uh, Hickory Motor Speedway with the Cars Tour a week from Saturday. I mean, next Saturday. And we race Kakana, Wisconsin, the uh, week from Tuesday. 
No, dynamite stuff. Uh, tracks that you've been to, Hickory, you've probably been to. How about the other one? Have you got laps there? Uh, I've been to Hickory a handful of times. We won there twice this year, and then we got third there on the Super. So uh, definitely looking forward to that one. Um, should be one of the favorites to hopefully check, hopefully win. But I've never been to Kakana. I know Sammy finished second there last year. So hopefully we go back to the notebooks and we uh, will be able to offload pretty good. Yeah, and that's important, right? you got to have those notes to fall back on and to get things set up. I was actually tuned in, I want to say it was either two or three weeks ago, uh, and you were in the race. I believe you finished up like fourth, I think, something like that, uh, Cars Tour. Yeah, we were raising Caraway, uh, Isabel Robusto, uh, suffered a concussion at Hickory a couple months ago, so we're just filling in for her. But, yeah, we were... We got four us. We were a little bit off, but uh, we were able to rebound at the end. Yeah, and you fit that series like a glove down there. Are you having a good time? you got to be having it. It's got to be something that you probably dreamt of doing, and now today you're doing it. No, for sure. Um, definitely having a great time doing doing what I love um, and going to different places. So definitely checking out a bunch of uh, bucket list tracks, um, you know, winning Red Bud. And, uh, you know, it can only get better. We have about five, six, seven races left through the year, and hopefully we we can put a couple more checkered flags next to our name. So uh, I guess it would all accommodate and, and end at the Snowball Derby once again. Is that uh, pretty safe in saying that? Yeah, it's all up in the air, what we're doing. But uh, we're, we plan on going. We just got to figure out the details right now. Yeah, dynamite stuff, Cole. And how about this? Your brother's doing pretty good. He finally got his first checkered flag in the Pro Stock Tour up here. Uh, have you been talking well, with Jarrett much? Uh, for sure. I was actually on an airplane getting ready to propose to, to my wife uh, <laughs> when I was when Jarrett won his first race. So, uh, no, he's been doing really good. Um, a little bit bad circumstances at the IWK 250. But uh, he'll learn and then be better for next year. But for sure, I think they got third yesterday, and Ashton made them all look silly. So uh, you know, a little bit more work to do, but I know he'll uh, he'll be strong in PEI and then the, the summer class here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, and he definitely will be uh, going back to the IWK. Uh, that fifty-four car didn't make much contact either when he went into the turn. Uh, cars were pretty loose on uh, the IWK two fifty Saturday night. She was a dynamite race. I got to tell you, I was missing Nicole Butcher. Yeah, uh, we definitely wish we could have made it up, but we were racing Anderson. But, uh, you know, myself, Dylan not being there, um, you know, we'd like to we'd like to put a, a show on for the crowd. But congratulations to Craig Slonway. I know, I know he's been trying to get that one forever and, and try to get all three crown jewels. So congratulations to him, King Racing, and all of his team. They worked their butts off. Just as hard, if not harder, than the rest of us. So, uh, no, they're they're very deserving of that win. Yeah, you want to believe it. It was a dynamite race. Uh, fans really got treated to one there again in the IWK 250. So, uh, Cole, is it safe to say we're not going to see you up here in any races uh, 2023? Or are you going to slide home? Do you still have your 53 car in the shop here? Uh, plan was to run the summer clash, but that kind of got sidetracked. So now you won't see me at all this year. Um, we'll be at the Oxford 250 this year uh, with the 53 car. 
And then I don't know. We'll have to see what happens with the rest of the year. But no, no 53 at home this year. That's unless, Hey, we're watching Darren you. I can guarantee you. someone in it. I can guarantee we're not missing any laps that you're doing, uh, either on Racing America or Cars Tour, uh, you know, Flow Racing. You, you keep popping up whenever there's a big show down south. We can pretty well count on you to be in a car. Now, I keep calling you the 53. It was the 28 car that you got the win in, right? Oh, for sure. Uh, this year we're sticking with the twos for Wilson Motorsports. Uh, between myself, Gio, William Swalowicz, Sammy Smith, um, Jesse Love, whoever's driving, we're, we're, everybody has a two in their number. So, uh, you know, just keeping the Wilson two alive and uh, just doing everything we can to get them in victory lane. What's it like working with those other young guns, so to speak? Now you're, and I can't believe I'm even going to say this, but now maybe you're the old guy. Yeah, I am the old guy. But now working with Gio Ruggiero is really fun. He has a great personality and he's fun to be around. He takes it very serious. Same with Sammy and William Swalowich. Um, and Jesse Love, they're just a great group of guys, and, uh, you know, we like to have fun, but we're also, once we put our helmets on, it's fair game. Oh, yeah, you're, you won't get any more competitive than you, Cole Butcher, I can guarantee you that. Sponsorship on your race car down there. Have you got solid sponsors that are with you race after race? Same sponsors that have been with me since day one. Atlantic Total, uh, Top Construction, you know, Hang On Fisheries, PFC Brakes, Swift Springs, um, Distance and Amphi Race Cars. Um, Cirque Performance, 90 Creative. I um, just can't thank everybody enough. But, uh, yeah, definitely a sponsor-driven sport. So we're very fortunate to have those guys with us for the last – since I started racing, I guess. Yeah, yeah I would say. Cole, it's uh, been great catching up with you, man. Uh, looks like a beautiful – is that Lake Norman you're floating on, or what lake are you on? Now we're on Lake Norman right now. It was supposed to rain earlier, but we took advantage of the nice weather, and we're out here floating. <laughs> Yeah, no fishing poles, right? You're you're not uh, no no fishing for you today. No fishing for me. No fishing at all. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't taste like at home anyway. No, not quite. <laughs> you bet, Cole. This has been great catching up with you, man. You're looking good. You're getting some results. Uh, I know we're all uh, very proud of what you do behind the wheel of a car and representing Canada a lot of the time. <laughs> No, I thank you guys enough for having me. This this cool, the Zoom thing is pretty cool, and I look forward to doing it again soon. You want to believe it. Good luck, Cole. You take it easy. Say hi to your new wife, and uh, we, we look forward to meeting her. All right. Thank you, guys. You betcha. Cole Butcher. Uh, look at that. He wins the Red Bud 400. Sounds like there's some more races coming down. Uh, you watch. When he gets into the Snowball Derby this year, he's going to be one tough customer to beat. He always is. But that, I know, is one that uh, Cole Butcher really wants to go after and get. I can well imagine he's going to hit the target. Uh, just uh, great to see him. Great to catch up with him. And uh, look at the success he's having. Donnie Wilson Motorsports, uh, I'll tell you what, they know how to get the job done. And uh, they get good drivers in the car, get the right feedback, and away they go. We're going to hit another quick break. And when we come back, Matthew Shirley, I believe he is touring between Edmonton and Saskatoon, uh, getting ready to go Wednesday night. The NASCAR Pindy Series going to be at Saskatoon. So if you haven't got your tickets yet, you better get out there and get them. You don't want to be disappointed and uh, have to watch it like I do online. Uh, you, you want to be there live, if at all possible. 
Uh, Matthew Shirley's going to join us on the other side of the break. Stay with us. We will be back all live tonight on Race Time Radio. Hey, race fans, it's the 82 Fortino's Dodge, Dave Conley from Ottawa, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. Check us out at a local school. Go to Fuel for Kids. It's coming. Can you feel it? The rush. The gold rush at Flamborough Speedway, Saturday, July 29th. The best of the pro late model drivers from across Ontario and beyond will come to race, but only one will take home the gold rush prize of $10,000. And Race Time Radio will be there to bring you all the excitement live and online. 123 green flag laps of excitement, plus 40 lap features for the mini stocks and pure stocks, each offering 500 to win. So get to Hamilton on Saturday, July the 29th for the Flamborough Speedway Gold Rush. If you can't get to the track, join us here at Racetime Radio for all the action. Gates open at 4, racing starts at 6, and so will our broadcast. Don't miss the Gold Rush at Flamborough Speedway Hamilton. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quick Quick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track. Making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your quick, quick fire starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quick, quick fire starters. No harmful chemicals and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick, quick fire starters. The world's best fire starter. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, Nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. From the high banks of Daytona. We cover it all. We are Race Time Radio. And now, back to Joe Chisholm. Let's Andy run for your life. Oh, Andy Abdu. Uh, he puts together all our breaks and stuff like that. Uh, good job, Andy. He's been with us since uh, pretty well day one at Race Time Radio. But I digress. Let's get back to the Zoom line, shall we? And welcome in our next guest. This guy uh, is, of course, very proficient in a super late model. He's been running, doing, uh, winning lots of races out in Saskatoon. His home racetrack is Sutherland Automotive Speedway in Saskatoon. And uh, his name is Matthew Shirley. He joins us right now on the Zoom line. What's going on there, Matty? You're uh, driving home, are you? Yeah, that's exactly right, Joe. Yeah, we're just on our way back from Edmonton right now. We got the car all prepped up there with uh, DJ's crew. And, yeah, now it's the leg home. And then tomorrow's a quick rest day. And then we get right back at, at it on uh, the Tuesday. We're running the late model. And then Wednesday again with the NASCAR. Yeah, you just uh, – this this is the time of year, isn't it, But This is the part that you work for all season long to hit this little sweet spot right now. It's exactly right. This has been uh, – months coming down the road i mean years of planning for this i know it's this has honestly been a dream come true to be able to go run out in edmonton get some seat time in that car thanks to magnolia management incorporated and now get to go back at it with the provincial vodka team promoting the new product uh crushed hard iced tea 
Yeah, it's going to be dynamite. Congratulations are definitely in order for Matthew. Drives the number 28 yesterday. He's going to drive the 28 again on Wednesday. Uh, Come away with a top 10 finish in only his second NASCAR Pinty start. I think that was your second one, right? Yeah, well, technically, I guess my third because it counts Saskatoon as two races, but... Uh, yeah, it was it was surreal. I was not expecting a top ten out of that. I raced there once in uh, with a late model with for the Blackjack two hundred a few years ago, and the competition when I looked at the when I looked at the the entry list, there was eighteen of them, and I looked at our team when we were going out for supper, and I was like, yeah, there's no real back markers. And then my my spotter's like, he looked at me in the eye, he's just like, like Matt. We are the back marker <laughs> for this race. So it was it was really good. The team got uh we got more seat time, we got better in practice, better in qualifying, and we made adjustments throughout the race and got even better. That track is so small though, it, it is it was so exhausting in the heat and then as well you're trying to trying to stay out the leaders way. Uh if LP's watching, I didn't get a chance to talk to him. I think I took him down into the concrete the one time, so sorry LP. <laughs> it was uh it was a really it was a good experience though i think we gained some respect from a lot of those drivers and yeah we're looking forward to see what we can do in saskatoon yeah yeah as mentioned i've been to edmonton international was back uh when the honda indy actually ran on the streets of edmonton uh sue and i went out we were covering the series that year it was the canadian tire series back then and uh yeah. i said to sue we cannot be this close to Edmonton International without going to the Speedway. So we covered the stuff off we had to do at the Speedway or at the road course on the afternoon and then uh, jumped in that rental car and out to Wetaska when we went and uh, met Loretta and Ron and uh, Erica. And, man, I'll tell you what, that is a tight, tight racetrack, uh, but uh, provides some awesome entertainment uh, you guys did a phenomenal job out there last night. Awesome. I appreciate that, Joe. And, yeah, I know it's uh, the team out there. Uh, it, was, it, was, it was a beautiful – the upgrades that they've done there with the stands and everything. We had uh, over 100 people there with Magnolia Management out there, and everything that I got from them, that it was smooth, and it was, it was a good time. You know, even the autograph session, the VIP – piece there we did a little bit of extra for him too it was all in all it was a great day so what did you take away then matt from saturday's race at edmonton that you're going to be able to apply uh just this wednesday night when you hit your home track a track you know you could probably go out there blindfolded and still uh you know go out there and win a race what do you take away from saturday that's going to apply come wednesday well, I think it's just being, being being able to be comfortable more with the drivers around you. I know, like, the, there's a lot of top dogs there, and there's a lot of guys they don't know what to expect from you, right? So when you get a chance to race, kind of door-to-door with them, rub some fenders. And as well, the one thing I love about these cars way more than a lay model, and I'm sure uh, Joe will be understands this too, when you're racing and you need to say, hey, you know, you cut me off the last two times to give him a shot, you can just do friendly little bumps so much easier than you can in a lay model and it's it's there's a lot of leaning on each other and rubbing in the pinty series and it's it was it getting more comfortable with that with those guys is definitely the key yeah and it's part of the game with the nascar pinty series sometimes it gets a little carried away but uh it, it yeah. is part of the game with those cars uh you're gonna be strong as mentioned 
when you get to your home track on Wednesday. Uh, Donald Reinhardt, I believe, is on your team uh, for this time around. Is Donald with you? Yeah, yeah. Bubba's been great. Like, he was uh, he was top-notch. Like, when we were talking about adjustments on the car, I mean, so when we did it last year, it was everything happened so quick. And everyone said, it, like, just make sure you enjoy it, and we did. But it's like when you're trying to think about what can we do for an adjustment, I mean, yourself as a driver, you're trying to take in a lot. And he, Donald Bubba was so good at just being able to ask a couple of questions. Like, is it doing, it's like, just tell me very briefly what it's doing. Okay. And then he would key into the spar. Hey, does this look like what it's doing? Yes. And we make adjustments and we were, we were creeping on that thing and just, we were just needed just that kind of that right stagger. And we were getting closer and closer on the handling of that car as, as it went on. And it, by the end of that last 150, other than the driver being a little fatigued from 300 laps in that heat, that was, the car was overall tires were looking good so yeah the the car came out of edmonton in really good shape so we're really excited for saskatoon awesome your dad is the dan shirley man we know dan from years of racing here in canada what's his opinion was he pretty tickled with the way things turned out well he's he's ultra competitive he's used to seeing the 12 going to the front so when the 28s you know we're we're fighting for the lead lap and then we're you know just trying to hang in line and keep the pace up it's it, it can be a little frustrating, but uh, you know overall he's he really liked it. He loved liked the track, liked the race, and yeah, he was. We were making a list of things we wanted to kind of just think about what we could do for Saskatoon to make that car that much better. Uh, it's going to be awesome. Uh, things fire off on Wednesday. You're going to race Tuesday as well. Now that'll be with the twelve car that you're always yeah. in. Uh, going to be a big race on Tuesday, is it? Yeah, it'll be. It's probably gonna be a fifty seventy five lap late model uh, main event there. But yeah, it's gonna be a great local show for the fans there. The Tuesday Wednesday is definitely the marquee event of the year for our track. It's it's gonna be really good. And the weather right now is looking beautiful. I mean, the beautiful heat that we had in Edmonton is just gonna come to Saskatoon now. So I'm drinking. I got a big one point five liter Dasani with me on the drive home. And we're going to keep hydrating, and we're just going to recover and get ready for two great nights of racing. Well, I guess you couldn't drink your sponsor on the way when you're in the car, but definitely can partake <laughs> in a couple at the end of the race. Yes, 100%. Yeah. yeah, and we took some in the shop there, too, when we were getting the cars turned over. So we're good. Everyone's good. Yeah, you're dynamite. Good stuff, Matthew. Uh, uh, man, I wish I could join you out in Saskatoon. Uh, if you're within earshot of this, and you want to go see a really good race, you want to stop by Sutherland Automotive Speedway, just outside Saskatoon. Uh, truly going to be a dynamite show. Uh, you beat uh, DJ. I'm just saying, uh, you, you topped the big guy. Just uh, did you, you, You'll have to rub that in just a tad when you see DJ next. No, I, I can't even do that for him who prepped the car as good as he did, and then Unfortunately, they, they had a rat. They had a hole in the rat, or something like that. And so, when you see something like that happen, that's just—it's gut wrenching to see that for them. So, I know they're going to be back and even hungrier for Saskatoon. DJ's got a lot of success in Saskatoon, so it's going to be—it's going to be a good time. Well, I'm looking forward to the success that you're going to be able to, to produce, Matt. I know you're gonna. I, I got a sneaky suspicion. There's two features on Wednesday night. I think your name's yeah. got one of them, bud. Well, hey, but if you put some money, I bet you the odds would be pretty. I mean, you would make some good money with that, there, Joe. Yeah, so. you would. You would. 
Well, You'll be able to get a lot of crushes with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I like the uh, I like your chances. Uh, I always do. When you're behind the wheel, I know we're going to get a show. Matthew, safe driving. How close are you now to Saskatoon? How close are you to home? Oh, we're still about probably five hours out. Uh, we just probably just got out of Edmonton about 30 minutes ago. We were visiting a sponsor there, making only management for a little bit too, and just kind of reviewing the day with them. So that was really good, good and cool. So yeah, now we're we're driving home. We should be at home about nine o'clock, nine thirty tonight. And then it's gonna be it's gonna be early bedtime. Uh, just be careful. I'm telling you what, you're gonna fit this series like a glove, and you're gonna want to do it a full season. You never know, man. It's uh, it, it's you'd be the kind of guy that could do that. Hey, I really appreciate that, Joe. That means a lot, actually. Like, it's, it would be a really cool thing. It's always, I mean, this has been a dream come true as it is. And it's with amazing partners like Provincial Vodka and Crush It, Magnolia Management, that makes this possible. I mean, we're just like everybody else at the end of the day. Everyone's got mortgages or they're paying their rent. And it's it, it all takes, a, it's a whole team effort. It's not even just the money side. I mean, we've got a great team. TJ's team's been great, too, for lending a hand when we needed it. Like, it's, and there's so many people that just offer hands and support. So, never know. Never know. You betcha. Well, safe driving the rest of the way. Good luck. And I know we're going to have our eyes firmly planted on that race out in Saskatoon. Good luck in it. Uh, We'll get you back on. We'll recap it down the road here. Sounds great, Joe. Thank you very much. You bet. That's Matthew Shirley. Watch for him. The number 28 in the NASCAR Pinty Series coming up Wednesday night. And, of course, get to the track Tuesday. They've got some more racing that they're going to be able to do. And uh, Matthew will be in the number 12 car. I know he's going to have to go up against guys like Trent Seidel. And, uh, oh, there's so many good competitors out there in Saskatoon. Watch out. It's going to be dynamite. If you can get to the race, get to it. If not, you know it's going to be on Flow Racing come Wednesday night. Uh, They will have the live coverage for you. Uh, I know Junior's coming off the chip. He loves that racetrack. And, of course, he spots with the number 27 of Andrew Ranger. Andrew also has success there at that speedway. And uh, But I don't think there's any substitute for a guy that runs that track all the time, like Matthew does. Put him in a good car. Give him some seat time, which he just got last night. He's going to be able to take all of that, condense it, put it in, and Man, I'll tell you what, uh, it's going to be so exciting come Wednesday night uh, when you get to, uh, you know, a place like Auto Clearing. Well, it used to be Auto Clearing. It's not Auto Clearing anymore. It's uh, Sutherland Automotive Speedway. Uh, We are going to step out, take a just, I mean, a little wee tiny short break, and uh, we're going to come back. We've got Trevor uh, Siebert's going to join us. Also got a quick clip with uh, Jerry Paxson, sat down with John Caselli, Flamborough Speedway, to talk about the gold rush that's coming up this coming Saturday night. And uh, you don't want to miss it. We will be there live and doing the race for you. Um, It's really going to be one of those ones that you don't want to miss. And you know what? We're not going to take a quick break. We're going to go right to that video. What do you see? we go right to the video of uh, uh, Jerry Paxson sitting down with um, John Caselli at Flamborough Speedway. I'll pull it up here if I can. John, the gold rush there is coming up. It's got to be one of the big marquee events here at Flamborough Speedway. Yes, it is. There's a lot of money involved. What uh, about registrations for that, John? Are you getting uh, a lot yes, of entries? We're, uh, so far, we got about 20 entries. And, you know, top-notch guys 
they're they're hungry for some money. Yeah. <laughs> I know Gressel, uh, he signed up yesterday, I believe. Uh, so he's coming. Uh, and Trade and Lapsovich, they're running out west right now. But he was here two weeks ago testing. And he says to me, better have that check ready for me. <laughs> so... We'll a little see. bit of confidence. A little bit of confidence there. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, it's always a good pro late show, and especially for the Gold Rush. There's a lot of history in this race. Yes, yes. Uh, we know we as COVID came in the scene, we kind of dropped it for a couple of years. But uh, yeah, it's a race that everybody looks forward to. Yeah. It's a it's a good thing. Like there's forty thousand, almost forty one thousand dollars in in the top 24th position, so it's nothing to laugh at. So 24 cars will be the starting field? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So if you have a couple of extras, will you stretch it or will you uh, call it at 24? We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> the, the thing is that, you know, I don't like doing that because the more cars you put out there, it kind of, you know, I don't want to ruin the good race. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. So when we talk about top-notch competitors, I know you mentioned Trayton Lapsovich, Andrew Grizel, um, J.R. Fitzpatrick. Yeah. I got a figures coming in yes, here. He had bad luck the year last week. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, he was leading the race uh, almost to the end, and something broke in the car, and he ended up on the wall. So it was it was sad to see that because you know he he put on a good show. Like he he was leading it. Like the car was working great. You know, so. And things happen. Yeah, they sure do. So, go. You, know, you don't know until the, the race is over who's going to win it. All right. What about the format, John? How is it qualifying? Uh, we're going to do uh, group qualifying, try, time trials. Fast car on the pole? Uh, we're probably going to flip a coin, and um, it might be either straight up or a certain amount that'll, you know, shift back. We'll, we'll see you out of it. Either way, yeah. sounds like the Gold Rush is going to be oh, yeah. one great race. Yeah, it's going to be. It's 123 laps. Uh, they have to, you know, they have to play the game right because uh, 123 laps, they should be okay with a tank of gas, but it depends on the caution. So it could be, it could get interesting. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see what happens. And, of course, Race Time Radio will carry it live right here from Flamborough Speedway. July 29th, all gets underway at 6 p.m. Yeah, good job, Jerry. Uh, nice to see John Caselli once again, uh, a staple in the sport. That man, I'll tell you, uh, John Caselli gets it done at Flamborough Speedway. He has forever. And again, the gold rush coming up next Saturday night. Join us at the Speedway. If at all possible, you want to be with us at Flamborough Speedway. But if you can't, then tune in to Race Time Radio and uh, you won't miss a lap, I can guarantee it. Off we go back to the Zoom line. This time, we're going all the way out to BC. And let's welcome in a guy that, man, I haven't talked to in a long time, but he's with us now. Trevor Siebert, RS1, Avion Motorsports, Penticton. All of the above is what uh, Trevor is responsible for. Also, the driver of the 69 in that RS1 Cup Series. He joins us now. What's going on tonight, Trev? How you doing, bud? Oh, doing good. Just recovering from last night. It was uh, quite a night. Excellent racing. Uh, super hot. Um, no rain out this time, so that was nice. We were 
about 36, 37 degrees last night, not a cloud in the sky. Ah, beautiful. You got to love it. You, you, Trevor, you're owed one of them, at least a couple of them. Man, uh, it, 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 weather is weather, and uh, it changes up in those hills out there in BC. It sure does. And, you know, normally we have good weather from, you know, early April on, but uh, we had four rainouts this year, in, you know, in the spring. And, uh, the Rattler being one of them and uh, a couple other big shows that we had. Uh, our our wing sprint car show the first night got rained out of that as well. But um, the sun's been beating down on us for the last month and a half now, though. It's been been really good. Yeah, got to love it when that starts happening. Uh, RS1 back on the racetrack, this time on the Oval. Penticton Speedway, lots of room there where you can get side by side, two and three wide. How was it last night? You were behind the wheel. Uh, did you get two and three wide? Did you make any moves or what? Well, I tried to. You know, the first race I was uh, racing pretty hard with my son Riley and uh, tried to make a few moves on him. And uh, he got out beside him a few times or got up to his, you know, up to his uh, door and and couldn't quite make it stick. Um, so that was that was exciting. Um, oh, I ended up finishing third in that race. I got Cameron Haley got me on, uh, near the end there, and Riley won that first race. Cam was second, and I was third. And then the second race, uh, I had my hands full. It was like a bunch of, you know, bees around a hive there. Yeah, everybody that watched the race last night said you could have thrown a blanket over the top seven or eight cars. And, and it's it's a fact. We were running door to door and bumper to bumper, lap after lap. Uh, you know, second race, Cameron got a, got a bit of a stretch on us and got out ahead of a couple of lap cars and got away on us. But, um, you know, by about a quarter of a straightaway, I think, something like that. Uh, but the rest of us were all battling hard for the next few spots. I ended up actually all the way back in sixth place from there but um it doesn't quite tell the story the way the way it unfolded so it was it was great racing i had a had a great time of course you always want to win but it is a series that that i started and and um you know it's it's an interesting place to be i'm sitting in my race car and i'm watching the races going on around me and i'm looking at the fans and i'm thinking this has got to be looking really great for the fans and and for the drivers and anybody else that's tuned in, and, and it was. It was a lot of chatter after the race about how well the race went. I love the RS1 Cup Series. Since the day I seen it, first time I was hooked on it, uh, you've really created something there. It's been a goofy year for you. Uh, like, uh, you guys haven't been on track since uh, Area 27 at the beginning of the year. Now you finally get the wheels turning, you get the weather, you got things happening. How are things looking from here to the end? Yeah, I mean, we our last race was June fourth, I believe, at Area Twenty Seven. Now we're doing the ovals. We had a, you know, we had to suspend the uh, the Saskatoon race until next year. Um, but uh, it was a great race, like I say, last night. Um, we had a couple of guest drivers come in. Uh, Kelly Admiral was here, drove one car. Oh, he nice. was grinning from ear to ear. Did a hell of a job. He had some trouble in the first race with a transmission with a seal leaking. He also was overheating. Uh, all of us were actually, I was pretty worried we were going to lose some engines with the kind of heat we were running in. Um, so there's a lot of steam coming out of the overflows. Uh, the second race, things cooled down, so it was good that way. But but Kelly joined us. Uh, Steve Langert, another uh, well-heeled, um, you know, late model driver from out this way, did the rattler and has done and raced late models for many, many years. He got in a car. I mean, both those guys couldn't say enough about the series and about the car and how competitive it is. That's the biggest thing guys notice. And they have a ball. They say, you know, I mean, we all want to be at the front, but just racing, you know, looking out your window, there's a guy there, there's a guy in front, a guy behind at all times. Because with the RS1, and you know, 
you have to wait for a guy to make a mistake to get by him most times. You know, and the cars are just that close. Well, they're all um, identically prepared, and that as a uh, from a race side, uh, it, it can't get any better. And I'll tell you, from a fan side, you want competition. It's not like they're you know they can't get away from one another. You got some uh, some crafty veterans in these cars, and it's all about making the move. It is a true chess match. It sure is, you know, and we have our next race coming up on Penticton Speedway as well in uh, August 19th. So um looking forward to that. You know, nice thing we don't have to do much with the cars. We didn't tear really hardly anything up last night, which was which is normally the way it goes in RS1 racing, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, we race really hard. We get the door swirlies. We get a few cracks in the bumper from letting somebody know you're there. But we're very, very respectful. We run hard. That's not to say we don't run hard. We run hard as they do anywhere else, but... I've made it very clear from when we started this series that uh, I just won't put up with anybody tearing up race cars for no reason. Uh, people can't afford it, and that's why I see car, you know, car numbers, car count dwindle as, as yep. we smash the stuff up. So, uh, really happy to see it. We had one little incident on, on a on a on a start with one of the fellows near the back, and uh, that was it. Everything else came home. Like I said, took a good look at my car when I got done. I had one tire swirly on the inside by. On the driver's side, nothing on the other side at all, and yet we ran within inches of each other all night long. Yeah, and it was probably Riley that gave you that door donut. I'm quite certain it probably was. <laughs> so, <laughs> well, it's because you were putting give you one every now and then. So it's because so, you were you know, putting your nose it in was, there. It was really good. <laughs> Sorry, it's because you were putting your nose in there. Well, unfortunately, what happens with Riley is I coached him a lot, you know, when he was younger and, and told him, you know, don't get shoved around in different things and, and, you know, make sure you you work for your position on the track, not just where you are in the running order. But, you know, if, if, if you're down low and, you know, you're on a restart, don't, you know, don't keep creeping down if a guy's shoving you and shove him back, right? Right. And, and so I got a little upset with him last year because he did that to me. I remember it was two years ago. And he said, well, Dad, you know, that's the stuff he, told, he taught me, right? And I, I said, yeah, but I didn't teach you to do it to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Out of all the things I told you to remember, you had to remember that on this day? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. So he's got a lot of racecraft going on there. And, um, yeah, that's good. You know, and maybe it was one of the swirlies he gave me. But I had a tough time catching him last night. Like I say, the first race we ran pretty close together. And, I had a better car in the first race, but I, I again these RS ones by better car. It just means that if you were in front, you'd put down a better lap time and maybe gap a little bit, but not good enough to quite get by them because they're just that close. Oh yeah, especially on the confines of an oval track. I know when you get to area twenty-seven, you got lots of room. You got some speed involved there, where you guys are hitting like one hundred and seventy miles an hour down those long stretches, but. Uh, is there opportunity, Trevor? Uh, the season is winding down. Look at this. We're just about the end of July now. So we got August. We got September. Uh, you do have another Penticton race. And then, of course, Area 27. Is there opportunity if someone's out there going, hey, I want to try this RS1? Can they do it still? Oh, absolutely. Without question. Like, uh, And that's how we had Kelly and Steve in the cars uh you know this weekend because we do have a couple of what i call a house car that uh that we run that we put people in uh johnny lafrance actually uh a guy that uh, does a lot of late model racing i you know forgot to mention him he was in the third house car last night he normally works for the team when he's here and, and uh you know we just thought uh we were well covered with the amount of guys that we had helping out this weekend we, we said johnny why don't we stick you in one of these cars we had one that didn't have anybody in it 
and we put him in it and he did great. So, um, and yeah, one more guy that runs late models with us all, you know, out of, he's, uh, you know, out of Alberta as well. So he normally runs with those guys, but does a lot of stuff at Penticton uh, Speedway as well. So yes, for sure. Uh, that's the name of the game. We have people that own their own cars and we have uh, people that do rental deals with us all the time. And, and, you know, the economics of this thing, it's just crazy how cheap it is compared to anything else that you'll do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And, and look at what you're getting into. It's not like you're getting into, uh, you know, something that would be, I don't know. Uh, it, it You can't even compare it, really. When you look at an RS1 car, and I mean don't look at a picture of it, have an actual look at that car. It's the real deal, man. Uh, you got good brakes. You got a good motor. You got everything. Uh, and they're a good, safe car. That's what you'd want to be in. And then add in the competitive nature of those cars along with everybody else. I'm sure if you get in one and try it once, you'll be uh, kind of a candidate to get back in a number of times. Well, I, you know, I mentioned some of the guys that ran with us this weekend. And, of course, we had Andrew Ranger come out and run with us a couple of years ago. And uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick has been out here. There's been a number of guys, Brett Taylor. And they all say the same thing. They get in these cars and they just, they're, they're blown away. I, I think they have something in their mind when they come here and then they get in the car. They see, first they see the car and they say, you know, that's actually a nicer car than what I normally drive. Yeah. And, uh, and then they get in and actually drive it and they say, wow, this thing actually stops. And, you know, with a 604 crate engine in it, it's not producing a lot of horsepower. So they don't expect much. But what they're forgetting is it's 650 pounds lighter than, say, a Pinty's car. Yeah. And that makes a ton of difference, of course, under acceleration, cornering, and braking. So they usually get out grinning from ear to ear because they look a bit like, let's let's face it, they look like a bit of a boat. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But, but they're not. Once they get in, people realize, wow, this is actually a pretty nimble car and a nice car to drive. Yeah. Just amazing, Trev. Uh, I sure hope that... Uh... You know, maybe we can get back out there in August and witness it. Uh, I'm missing it. I'm having my RS1 withdrawals. Uh, but uh, it, it's kind of cool that, you know, the guys got out there. How did McIntosh do? He's one of those guys you got to keep your eye on. Was uh, Sean out playing with his last night? McIntosh did really well. He was at the uh, British Open, apparently. So uh, he uh, he went on a trip of a lifetime by the sounds of it. So he didn't he didn't make it for that last night's show, and neither did his his cousin Mark. So um, you know we we missed those guys. Uh, we missed uh, you know Jason White, uh, for example, just to name some of the guys that normally run up front and would run really strong in the oval. But what we did have, we started fourteen cars last night, and we had for sure really really strong top ten. And, uh, and, and it was crazy. Um, you know, just, it was probably the most competitive oval race that we've run. Uh, and, and everything ran and didn't break down and, and, uh, didn't get torn up. So it went all the way. We had one yellow flag in each race. I think is what we had. That's not uh, bad. A, a quickie yellow and the rest of it was, it was uh, green to checkered. And like I say, it was door to door the whole time. So, it was it was quite a good show, you know. I you know we have twenty six cars in our in our stable. Um, some of the guys are a little timid of the oval, especially the short oval. Sure, uh, like like Penticton, you know, they're road race guys. A lot of these guys, and so uh, they take a bit of a step back uh, on the oval. I had a, I had one guy in particular that who's a road race guy that's now joined the series, uh, and he had an absolute blast. He couldn't believe it, and man, did he drive well. He picked up on the oval racing stuff. He, he came and tested two or three times with us, to, you know, because he knew he needed a seat time. And, and uh, boy, he hung right in there last night. I was, I was really impressed. So, 
Get some of these road race guys yeah. uh, switched over, and at least to do both, and, and we'll really have something here. Yeah, you and you do. I can guarantee it. Trevor, this has been great catching up. Uh, I look forward to uh, more and uh, see how things all unfold here. Uh, August, Penticton, and then into September, uh, way we go into Area 27 to cap off another season. I can't believe it's flowing by, and it hasn't totally gone by yet. But uh, it, it's definitely rocking and rolling. It is. And I just listened to Matt uh, earlier in your show there. Um, you know, I guess I'll be seeing him and uh, probably Kelly Admore again and a few of the guys that we talked about here. Uh, of course, my son will be coming with me. We're going to come out and run that 200 out at Saskatoon oh, here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, yeah, the Bridge City uh, 200. That's going to be a smoker too, isn't it? It's going to be. You know, I, we've run the, I've run Pinties there and I've run the, uh, the RS1s there. I've never run a... A late model, but um, I'm, I mean, by the looks of that track, it'd be a ton of fun with the late models that we have. Oh, man, that's going to be another real good one. Trevor, this has been great, buddy. Uh, great seeing you. Uh, and say hi to Engel and everybody out there. I know we'll be in touch uh, and we'll get some more RS1 content on here. Sound good? Absolutely. It won't be such a big break this time. We won't have that gap that we just had. So. That sounds Good awesome to me. You. Okay, buddy, you take it easy, and, uh, well, we'll get your thoughts heading into that Bridge City 200. I guarantee that, and we'll be able to car- ca- cover off some more of our one. Sure. Hopefully we have a good weekend out there. we got something to talk to you about. So yeah, that, thanks a lot, Jim. That would do. You betcha. Trevor Seberg uh, getting things uh, flying on the racetrack. Uh, get to Penticton Speedway and check out their site. they got lots of great races coming up. Check out Avion Motorsports. And trust me when I say, if you're in the market and you want to go do a race, whether it be the oval track, whether it be the road course, you want to check out an RS1 Cup car. They are amazing cars, uh, and uh, you can rent your way into one. Uh, so that uh, check it out. A uh, couple notes that I got to do. Douglas Fisher from Ontario here. Uh, he's doing the bucket list tour. He's got his beautiful Nova, the number three car. He's got it all loaded up. He headed. He was at PEI, or pardon me. He was at Petty last night. Had a great run there. Uh, the bucket list continues. He's on his way to PEI. Next week in the Hot Rod class, uh, heart of a champion out there is what he'll be running. Uh, check it out. Uh, he's having a blast. I've seen some of the photos. Everything's looking good there, and Douglas wants the fans to know he's coming. And check his barbecue out. If you don't know what I mean, uh, you'll see. Uh, see Douglas. Uh, Oyster Bed Speedway is where he's going to be next weekend. NASCAR Pinties, Wednesday night. Don't forget about that Saskatoon. Uh, that, that's coming up. Gold Rush, next Saturday, is where Jerry Paxton and I and Kevin Small, we're getting together and we're going to be at Flamborough Speedway. Uh, you don't want to miss that. Next week on the show, uh, how about Dead Horse Creek Speedway? Have you heard of it? Uh, it was a racetrack years ago. Uh, it's out in Manitoba. It's fired back up. And we're going to have Chris, the promoter of that Speedway, on this program next week. So we got a new track here in Canada. It's a dirt track. And uh, Chris is going to join us, and we'll tell you all about it next week here on the show. Uh, but that's going to do it for us tonight. Junior should be back in the studio, I believe, next Saturday. Or, pardon me, next Sunday. And uh, got to thank you for tuning in. Got to thank Susie Q right here in our studio 
for getting everything put together, and I sure hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you're on YouTube, check us out on our YouTube channel, and don't forget to hit subscribe. We're climbing. It's getting up there, and uh, it's all because of you. We surely do appreciate it, but that's going to do it for us here tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. Thanks so much, everybody, for tuning in, and I know we look forward to getting back with you next week right here on Race Time Radio. We'll have more results. We'll get caught up with the Pindies guys, uh, ABC, Quick Quick Firestarter Series, you name it. We got a lot coming at you. This is the time of the year to get to the speedways. Weather's perfect. And the window of opportunity is closing. So get to a speedway uh, this weekend, okay? Have a good one. Be safe. And we'll catch you next time right here on Race Time Radio. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy, excellent. 